Listener Production. You, you got queer questions, we got queer answers. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to Come Out Wherever You Are, a podcast about the coming out experience told by the people who have done it. Today's episode is a little bit different because today's episode is for the parents. You got queer questions, we got queer answers. Every week without fail, I receive a message online from someone either a follower or maybe not a follower who has been sent my way. Someone, a mother or a father, whose child has just come out to them. Maybe they're gay, the child, not the parent, or bi, or non-binary, or trans, or lesbian, or asexual, or gender non-conforming, or maybe they aren't sure what label makes sense to them. But they're certain that they aren't straight. They're usually quite young, the children that is, and the parent, in a majority of the cases, is searching for answers. Sometimes they're scared, or maybe they're confused or worried or feeling like they aren't prepared. But there is one common thread with all of these parents, and it's that they don't want to fuck this up. That's why they come to me. Today's queer question is both simple and impossible to answer. Because as I'm sure you're aware, there's just, oh, there's just not one perfect way to handle this situation because there isn't one type of child or one type of parent. Each unique coming out occurs between totally different people with different experiences, different personalities or relationships to sexuality. So a one-size-fits-all approach will never, ever work. But all that said, I have been hosting this show for a long time. I've interviewed a bunch of people about coming out. I've read books. I've listened to podcasts. I've followed just about every queer creator on the internet. I've watched the coming out videos. I've watched the coming out movies. And not so shockingly to most of you, I once came out as a gay 15-year-old to my 30-something parents. So I feel confident that I can, at the very least, push you in the right direction. I know you have a queer question, and it's arguably one of the most important ones that you will ask in your role as a parent. And so I have some queer answers for you, and I'd really like to share it with you. Today's question is, what do I do when my child comes out to me? The first thing you can do is thank them. You can say, thank you for trusting me with your truth, or thank you for sharing that with me, or thank you for picking me to share this with. Because they didn't have to tell you. They could have kept it a secret. It's much easier that way. They could have struggled in silence out of fear that you might not love them, but they didn't, did they? They just told you. And I think that's worthy of addressing. It also gives you some time, be it short, to think of what to say next. I prefer some version of congratulations next. Coming out is a moment worthy of celebrating. You might not understand what it's like to live in the closet, but I'm sure you understand that terrible feeling of living maybe with a lie or a really big secret. So just imagine that on steroids. Imagine thinking for years or maybe even decades that who you are is terrible, or maybe you think it's a sin. Or most importantly, something that your family is going to hate you for or not love you or kick you out of the house. 
So building up the courage to talk at all to anyone, it's a big deal. It's the beginning of the next stage of your child's life. So I like to say congratulations, or this is amazing news, or you should be proud of yourself for saying this out loud. This is such a big deal. And then after you've done those two things, you have some choices. Your gut instinct is probably to ask a lot of questions. Do you have a boyfriend? How long have you known? Are you sure? Is it just a phase? Are you safe? Are you having protected sex? Like all these questions come to mind. But if I were you, from both personal experience and secondhand experience from hosting the show, it's probably best that you keep those questions to yourself at first. Instead, why not say something like, is there anything you want to talk about? I have said in the past, I have so many questions bubbling up because I'm just so excited. I love you so much. And you've told me this huge piece of information and I just, all these questions are coming to mind. So just let me know, are you in a good space right now? You know, do you want to talk about this in more detail? Or I'm happy to just end the conversation here and I'll come back to you at a different time. Let them lead the way. Now, all of the above, all the things I've just said, I would put that in the category of stock standard in the sense that you can use that no matter who the child is, no matter what their gender or sexuality is, right? You can say thank you and congratulations and that you're proud of them. But the last bit, the part that I'm about to share with you is a little more personal and therefore can be tailored to you and the child. But this is really where you get to let the child know how you feel. This is the heart of the response. So if you support them, you can say here, I love you. I support you. I will always love you. No matter who you are, I am a safe space for you. You can always tell me how you're feeling no matter what. If your religion tells you that this is a sin and maybe you are struggling with this and maybe you do not support them in this moment, right? Maybe you think this is just a phase and they don't understand who they really are. They're too young for all this. I suggest you keep that information to yourself for now. You are allowed to say, thank you for telling me. I'm sure this is hard and I appreciate you. And then you can end the conversation and walk away. It's not ideal. I'm going to admit that to you, but it is way better than saying some things you might regret later. Now, after the conversation has finished, you are going to be grappling with this new information on your own time. You're probably thinking about it a lot right now if you're listening to this podcast. You are going to be searching for solutions, not just for yourself, but also for your child. And so what I often say is educate yourself. Go online and Google around. There are an endless stream of resources for parents whose kids have just come out. So whether you accept your child or not, there are wonderful resources, and I'll share some of them with you right now. Whenever anyone comes into my DMs, I usually send them one of the following four books. The most popular one, I would say, um, is This is a Book for Parents of Gay Kids, A Question and Answer Guide to Everyday Life. It's probably the most well-known one in the space, and it's just a Q&A format. It's very simple to digest, and it's really, honestly, the go-to resources for parents who are hoping to understand and then communicate with their gay child about the information. You can also pick up Coming Out, Coming Home, Helping Families Adjust to a Gay or Lesbian Child. It is a little more nerdy, but I'm a big fan of it. So it's a qualitative multicultural study of 65 gay and lesbian children and their parents. 
And the author outlines effective practice-tested interventions for families in transition. Then there's the Gender Creative Child. It's an up-to-date, comprehensive resource that explains the interconnected effects of biology, nurture, and culture to explore why gender can be fluid rather than binary. And the book encourages caregivers to listen to each child, learn their specific needs, and then support them on their quest for true gender self. And finally, I love Straight Parents, Gay Children. This one was written way back in the 90s, and then it was updated in 2003. It's the author's account of coming to terms with his daughter's homosexuality and how the experience has enriched his life. So it's the future you are hoping for. It acts as a guide for parents as they help their LGBTQI plus children prepare for other people's reaction to their sexuality. I guarantee you'll find it useful. You can also watch TV and movies. You already are, so why not add these to your list? Love, Simon probably has two of the most iconic coming out scenes, both to parents and to friends. You can watch Boy Erased, which is maybe not such a great coming out story, but equally important to kind of understand the reality of the experience that they might have. Moonlight won the Oscar for Best Picture, Edge of Seventeen, Beginners, Curious, and Blockers. All of those have good coming out moments that you can sit with so you don't feel so alone. And then there are resources too. Uh, PFLAG is a chapter network. So they have, I think, 400 different chapters around the globe. It's primarily in the States. And my parents, when I came out, were able to use PFLAG as a very helpful resource. But it's designed to support and educate parents of queer people. You'll often see a PFLAG community walking in marches all around the world. So if you're a parent and you're looking for resources, go on Facebook, go into Google, type in PFLAG, and I promise you, you will find a community of parents just like you. Minus 18 here in Australia aims to improve the health and well-being of young, gender, and sexual diverse people in Australia. They have everything. Events, meetups, beautiful resources, parties, For the last few decades, there have been queer people all across this country that have been able to leverage Minus 18 as their one access to community, which we'll talk about later. The other thing I'd like to say is that you might want to consider going to therapy. I'm not going to tell you what to do, and I know that not everyone feels comfortable with therapy, especially if you grew up in a Shelby Wright family, but it's something you should consider for you and separately for your child. And the reason I say that is, I think a lot of parents feel that they have to have all the answers. They need to know everything. And when I came out, my mother did a good job of saying to me, I don't have all the answers. I don't have your specific lived experience. And so what she did was she put me in therapy. She asked me, is that something you're willing to do? I'd like you to have someone you can speak to who's not me. And I found that to be extremely useful. I said things to my therapist that I didn't feel comfortable saying to my parents. And then I workshopped different things I could bring home and talk to them about. And for your child, having support as you go through any change in your life is is always advised by medical professionals, right? If someone dies in your family, we feel very comfortable sending that person to therapy so they can work through those issues. But we don't always think of coming out as change or trauma. And it is. It's a huge transition in your child's life. And so sitting down with them and asking them, is is this something that you would like to explore is a really safe way for your child to work through some of the issues that I'm sure they're having in their head right now. 
Next, I think you should consider the environment that your child is currently in. And you need to ask yourself, is it safe? So where do you live? Uh, What school do they go to? What activities do they attend? What family members are they in direct contact with? Who are the neighbors that live around you? You might not be able to, and you might not want to change any of those circumstances, and that's okay. But you do have to ask yourself, is my child safe? They've just come to you and told you their truth. And that truth is that they're different. And not everyone agrees with that difference. And so it is your job as a parent to figure out how you can best support them in navigating the world now that they have shared it with you. They do not need to do this alone. That is what you signed up for when you had a child. You might also want to consider, this comes up a lot in my DMs, how your child can get access to other kids like them. That comes up constantly, that your child has just come out and they feel alone, like they're the only one. Minus 18 is really helpful here because they, they do put on activities and group events. If you're willing to share your story with a, you know different friends, maybe you're likely to find other kids. And then you can ask yourself, be it stereotypical, would your child be interested in exploring activities where queer kids are more likely to be? Again, stereotypical, but the arts in general are just a little more accepting of people who are different. So just ask them, are any of these things of interest to you? Would you like to surround yourself with kids like you? And if the answer is yes, work with them to figure out what that might look like. And finally, this is for you as the parent. I just want you to go easy on yourself. This is new for you. You got to give yourself time. You're just finding out the information. You cannot be expected in a blink of an eye to have all of the answers in front of you. And you know what? Tell your child that. God, it is beautiful to hear people say, my mother did this. I do not have all the answers. I do not have the same lived experience as you do, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna find all the answers. I will find the network. I'm not going to put the pressure on you, but you can guarantee that I am an ally and I'm going to do my part. But I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say the wrong thing sometimes. And call me out on it. We're in this together is one of the best things you can say. You do not have to struggle alone anymore. And then remember, because I know a lot of you are probably thinking, my child is alone. They're the only one. This is so hard for them. They're going to struggle. And, and, And that might be true right now. But remember... If the data is correct, it's probably higher than this, but 10% of people are queer. Which means, and just sit with this, there are 800 million queer people alive right now. Your child's not alone, even though they might feel like it. We are in every town. We are in every state. Every single country has queer people in it. And contrary to popular opinion, we can live beautiful lives. It does, in fact, get better. You just have to show them that and maybe yourself that. Follow queer content creators. Listen to queer podcasts. Go to queer events. Attend a Pride event with your child. Go to Mardi Gras. Because if you can't see yourself, you're not going to be able to be yourself. And that's for you too. If you can't see how happy queer parents can be, how are you ever going to feel like that's possible for you? Your child deserves that. They need to see what's possible. 
I am a gay married man and I have two beautiful children. I have a wonderful life. I have a wonderful job and I have not been held back professionally or personally by being gay. Was it hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was. I'm not going to lie to you and it's going to be hard for them too in, in little micro ways. But I had support of my family and I learned to love the thing that made me different. Now, obviously, this is the tip of the gay iceberg, right? This is just the start of a very long conversation. There's so much more that we can talk about. And this is a conversation that's going to change and grow and evolve. And it's probably one you'll continue to have maybe for the rest of your life. So if you have any further questions that you didn't feel were answered here, if you want us to go into more detail, if your child is not gay, but another letter of the alphabet, and you want us to do an episode specifically around how to handle that, you can always slide into our DMs at come out wherever you are. So just fully spelled out. Or you can email us at come out to us at gmail.com. That's come out and then T-O-U-S at gmail.com. We're happy to do another episode to answer your career questions as straight parents. Come Out Wherever You Are is presented by me, Sean Zepps. Our lovely producer is... Lindsay Grain. Our executive producer is... Lemma Bacharia. And we can't forget our audio producer... Chris Marsh. Thank you and goodbye.